0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of the Dr. Joey Kramer podcast. My name is Dr. Joey Kramer, and I am your host. This is a podcast about health. Health is a complete state of mental, social, physical, spiritual, emotional well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmaries. And this is story time. About two weeks ago, I had a patient of mine come in And she sat me down and said, Dr. Kramer, I've sent you my family. I've been underneath your care and we need to help more people. And I think the way that we can help more people is by starting to share some stories about your patients. Because I think stories resonate with more people. They may understand what upper cervical specific is, how it can help transform lives And how people can identify with other people. And so, I've started the journey of embarking upon the mastery of storytelling. I want you all to bear with me because I probably will suck at this at first. Like we all do, right? We We all suck when we start something new. But I think I can start with a story that's very personal to me and very, very close to home. Because it starts with a story about one of my very, very best friends. And this journey starts in 2008. Um, I had graduated college. Uh, I was, you know, a new young guy in the work field. For many of you don't who don't know, I was working on a scrap scale in a recycling uh, yard, buying copper, aluminum, zinc. This is the height of the market for copper. People were thefting, you know, refrigerators. They were thefting, you know, copper electrical lines out of houses, just to turn them in for, you know, a measly three dollars and thirty-seven cents a pound. And I was part of a gym that was called Velocity Sports Performance. Um, it was run by a you know a couple of great guys named Chris Malin and John Simon. And Chris had been a very influential role model in my life for the last five years. He introduced me to Olympic weightlifting. He introduced me to the idea of physical fitness and the passion I have for it. Um, he was a big component of my life but when i started working in the scrap industry i found myself not being able to attend the afternoon classes that i had become accustomed to as a collegiate athlete and so i had to make a shift over to the 5:45 a.m. class and in it i met this guy that was a little rough around the edges he liked to wear headbands rode a motorcycle had a big-ass uh, Ford Excursion, that uh, blue diesel, black diesel smoke everywhere, for all you people who are hippies loving the environment. He was a true Texan, and, uh, and we quickly became friends. And our friendship over the years had many ups and downs. Um, he was in my wedding. We uh, went through job loss, job hiring. We went through kids dealing with struggles. Um, struggles in marriages. We went through multiple disciplines of, you know, just tremendous challenges in life. And it just so happens that he was about 15 years older than me. He still is 15 years older than me. Um, And he was a mentor. He was a guide. He was somebody who was there to, you know, help, help me navigate what it was like to be a young married man, how to provide for a family, and how to make some pretty hard decisions, especially when I lost my first job, uh, was hired by another company and was discerning to go back to school to become a chiropractor. Through these times, we would spend um, you know, a couple hours a day working out together. In fact, I was just texting them today and we were talking about um, you know, what it was like to be in shape back in 2010 and 2011. And for a little segue here, for all of you who don't know, this was when CrossFit was just becoming kind of popular, And for many of you, you may not know what CrossFit is. Some of you probably definitely do. But um, we made the decision to move away from velocity because we wanted to become competitive in the CrossFit circle. We liked how challenging it was, the dynamics of the environment. And we committed to each other that we were going to get in the best shape of our lives. So we mixed up a combination of I think it was seal fit in conjunction with another type of workout for Olympic weightlifting. I think it was called outlaw performance. And um, we would just beat the hell out of each other to try to make us the best performing athletes. And even after spending those hours training in the dead of the heat, I think this is the summer that we had 100 days over 100 degrees. I think we only got good enough to maybe make it to the top, You know, I think 150 in our region at that time. We didn't even make it to regionals. Um and it was one of those things where we just reminisced on how fit we were because our bodies got in such, you know, conditioned, disciplined shape. That was the height of the paleo diet fad. You know, we never touched a carbohydrate because they were terrible for you. Or, you know, we thought they were terrible for you. Now we understand that they're actually vitally important for recovery, especially when you're taxing your system. Um but it laid a foundation for a friendship. And it was a friendship that would last for years and years and years. And You know, I really didn't understand the value of that friendship until I went through this journey of my own self-discovery in chiropractic school that led me down the path of studying the art of upper cervical-specific chiropractic care. And in that, I had a mentor named Dr. Andy Roberts, who was incredibly influential in helping me understand that chiropractic is about so much more than what it has been reduced to in today's westernized medical billing facilitation that we have totally demised chiropractic to. He started talking about things like taking care of somebody during a stroke or, talking, or taking care of somebody with Parkinson's or you know, being there as somebody dies in your practice because you served them throughout their entire life. And it was really fascinating to me because it made me understand that there are no limitations to specific chiropractic care, especially upper cervical specific. And if you respect the innate design of the human body, that anything is possible. It just so happens that God was preparing me for what was to come out of this. And it was done in the form of something that Andy said to me one time. He said to me that, you know, Dr. Kramer... I know you're going to be inundated with the idea of making money, with the idea of serving people, with the idea of going down this route. But let's say you invest your entire life work into delivering one adjustment, and you can only deliver that one adjustment, and that one adjustment will forever change somebody's life. Will that be enough for you? And you made me think about it for a while. I had to think about that for about five years. Actually, to tell you guys the truth, it's, it actually just hits me today. Um... And at the time, I probably gave him some answers, like, you're crazy, Andy, I'm going to help so many people's lives, you know, we're going to change the world, everybody's going to want upper cervical specific, you know, we found out the very different side of that story when we graduated. But there came a time when I reached out to my buddy, and my, my good friend, we were talking, and you know, he's, he sat me down and he said something like, hey man, I'm having a really hard time right now, I'm thinking about getting neck surgery, And I was like, well, what in the hell are you even talking about, right? So framework here, I'm in this very, very conservative chiropractic study program, upper cervical specific, where there are no drugs and surgery as an option. The only option is upper cervical specific because it solves all the problems if people invest in the care, which requires time, energy, and money. And, um... I started talking to him and I was like, dude, are you going to the chiropractor? He goes, yeah. And I go, is he adjusting your upper cervical? And he goes, no, he's just doing the million dollar roll. And for many of you who don't know what the million dollar roll is, that's where uh, the doctors lay you on your side and they crack your lower back and it feels so good. And they call it the million dollar roll because in the 1980s, every chiropractor and their sister was billing insurance for that and they were making millions of dollars off of it. And uh, now insurance premiums are way down for reimbursement for chiropractors because they abuse the system, which is what we expect to happen when you know, people are unethical with how they manage their billing and their medical care. So he told me no. He wasn't even getting his upper cervical complex addressed. Um, he didn't even know that was an option. And so for many of you who don't know what it's like to contemplate neck surgery, I'll highlight it for you. This guy runs his own business, he runs a concrete company, and what he does with it is he pours retention vaults, and for many of you who don't know what that is, it's something like what you would go to an aquarium for, right? In fact, he was known for pouring the foundation and all the, the tanks for the Dallas World Aquarium. He does heavy press foundations, he does unique things that require unique skills, And, you know, like Tyson Chicken would be an example where they would come in and say, hey, man, you know, we need some help with the foundation. We need you to work on the weekend because we're not available, etc. And so that's what he does. And he still does to this day because his love is work. And it's hard work, right? Pouring concrete is not easy. Tying rebar is not easy. I've done it. Slinging rebar is not easy. Been there, done that. It sucks. It's hard, intense labor. And he told me that he couldn't do his work anymore. This is about 2014, and I said, what do you mean you can't do your work anymore? And he said, well, my right hand has started to fall apart. I can't hold on to a pull-up bar to work out anymore, which is one thing that he absolutely loves to do. It's part of his life. It actually makes up his chemistry of what keeps him sane, much like myself, we're a little sadistic when it comes to working out. He said he couldn't even hold on to a fork to eat food. So I just want you all to imagine that when you can't even do that. Couldn't put his hand in his pocket, couldn't hold his car keys. And he was told that it was due to some degeneration in his neck that he sustained from playing football in college and that um, it wasn't getting any better. And so I asked him if he would trust me to take care of him. And, you know, this is where that principle of friendship, of camaraderie, a foundation of suffering together, led to trust in another person. And he said, Joey, I'll totally trust you. I'll give it a shot. And so for the next six months, I put him under upper cervical care. And at the beginning of care, nothing really happened, right? His hand wasn't changing. There was a lot of questions that were asked, you know, like, is this really working? Are you doing the right thing, etc.? And it's really fascinating to watch because every single person who goes through the upper cervical journey has the same exact story. First three weeks, first four months, you really don't see much. You know, your body's going through this navigational process of recalibrating the autonomic system to ensure that we have the opportunity to express optimal health. And then somewhere around the three and a half month mark, his hands started coming back to life. He started having functioning again. But that wasn't the only thing that he noticed. His allergies started to go away. Seasonal headaches disappeared. He started to sleep better at night. He saw a change in his sex life, which saves his marriage. Right because you're you're you know an older gentleman as you as you start to age in the process We like to think that our testosterone is gone um, All it is is just changing the autonomic system so you can get a better heart on And things just started to get better right and so things started to change And at the end of the six months he was like dude I totally believe in what you have to offer the world I said I do too brother And I just want you all to know that he's patient number one His name is Chris Rutledge he's got a testimonial on our web page The guy is still one of my best friends to this day. 11 years down the road, for the last five years he's been in the practice, he gets checked on a monthly basis. And his story is one that many of you go through. Many of you have been suffered, or you know, I guess the better word would be, have been exposed to the surgical knife because you've been told that there's a problem that can't be fixed unless you cut the neck open and then you solve that problem. However, that leads to more problems down the road, stiffness, headaches, pressure, maybe words like it feels like an elephant sitting on my head, and you have an exchange that you have to make. You may get feeling back in your hands, but now you suffer you know, with other issues, which leads us down the path of sharing that the problem has always been with the upper cervical complex. It's never been with your low back, never been with your hands. Although there are some instances where a traumatic injury can cause damage, breaking an arm and severing your ulnar nerve, maybe having a, you know, a lumbar fracture from falling three stories from a building. Um, but this story is a story that many of you will identify with. Most of you who listen to me are business owners. And I just want you to think about what it would be like to have something that you've built for the last 25 years taken away from you because your hands no longer work. And because you no longer can work, you can't provide for your family. When you can't provide for your family, you start to have stress. You start to you know, have depression, anxiety, fear. And you wonder, is there somebody who can help me? Well, I hope this story is something that I can identify with for you, that you can know that hope does exist and that there are people just like you who invest in this process and they forever see their life transformed because five years down the road, his hand's still functioning, his work is still going, they're blowing and going, and they haven't come back, no headaches, he still has really good sleep, and he still gets checked on a monthly basis. Because he understands the inherent value of maintaining a balanced and optimally functioning neurological system. This is a story of hope. This is the story of patient number one. What patient number will you be? And when will you take the first steps in navigating the journey back to health? I'll be back next week with another exciting story. God bless.